Beth Ann. What's up? I'm Ayla. This is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. It's Sunday. Welcome back to the podcast. It is that day of the week when we talk about one series and one series only. So if you have not watched this series, turn back or prepare to be spoiled or just, you know, watch watch the series. Yeah, yeah. Which I can't imagine that anyone has not seen at least one episode of this series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're doing something. We're like covering another type of series. We've done short film Sunday. We've done like trailer Sunday. Trailer? Well, because we did Summer Day's trailer and short film. Right. That was one thing. It was like, yeah, that's all not two different thing. things. Um, Calm down. We've done series. We need to do, I guess it has to, it doesn't have to be anything. We could do movie Sunday at some point. No, it has to, <laughs> it has to, be serial. Yes. Okay. It has to be like okay. an alliteration. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. So then maybe a Monday we'll do movie Monday. <laughs> no, we're not going to be doing that. <laughs> okay. We're talking close friend. The web, I think it was like a web series. I guess that's what you would consider it. It's a series of episodes. I mean, technically, if you're an international fan, all of these are web series. So it's true. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so the the nuts and bolts. It start, it came out in 2021. It's six episodes. It's available on YouTube via View, right? Is that the name of the company? Uh, and the synopsis is short but sweet. Six different pairs of men who experience six different forms of love. And each episode is associated with like a music video that was like part of an artist that was a affiliated with the company that like put this whole thing together yeah so the deal with close friend is very similar to like our sky if you watch that in that each episode sort of like features a different couple but Mm. it's unique in that like each episode is a completely different like story they do not tie together so this is not like a why destiny kind of thing where each episode is a different couple but they all tie together in this each episode is a different couple and the stories do not tie together right until we get to season two which is about to come out i know they've kind of decided to cross over but in season one none of the stories relate to each other right they're although we now know based on the synopsis of season two that they are all in the same universe so like they all exist in the same world right which is funny because, yeah, they have nothing to do with each other. Right. Uh, okay. So let's get started with, like, the first episode. It's called Pretend to Love. And it stars... Own Fluke. Own Fluke. Own Fluke. This was such an interesting... Uh, these are such interesting characters for Own Fluke. Because all, all, all I knew about them going in, of course, was Until We Meet Again. Right. And those characters are so strong and so specific and, like... Just so, like, when I think Own Fluke, I think Until We Meet Again. So I watched, I didn't watch Close Friend until way later. Right. And so I had actually seen a lot of other stuff that Fluke had done already. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't coming into it only knowing specifically Fluke from Until We Meet Again. I did only know Ohm from Until We Meet Again, but I knew I had seen all of Fluke's other stuff because I think Until We Meet Again is such a masterpiece. Did you know that Ohm and Singto did a drama? Like as a couple, like no. they were shipped. Oh, okay, no. I was like, no, I they did were, not know they were shipped. They were love rivals with a girl. Oh. I think they played brothers, actually. Interesting. Yeah, but so I, I knew Fluke, 
Yeah. I had seen him in other roles. Right. So this, I think, wasn't as jarring for me to watch. Right, right. Because Fluke is a really, like, he's a very diverse actor. Like, yeah. he has played lots of different <laughs> kinds of characters, and he does an amazing job at every, like, yeah, yeah. Fluke is an actor, right? It's like, true, yeah, Fluke yeah. is, like, an artiste. Like, yeah. this is not somebody acting, I think, so often we hear in, especially, like, the Thai BL world. Mm -hmm. These boys kind of, like, fell into it, right? You hear that right. old story, and they kind of tease each other a little bit about, like, oh, they found you at Siam. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or like, you were a cute face on the internet. Yeah yeah, 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 like you were cute boy Thailand, which again, sometimes very well deserved. Like, <laughs> shout out my main man Sua for yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. Like, yeah, he absolutely is the cutest boy in Thailand, and we all need to see him every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, right, the joke is, yeah. and, and you saw this, or we saw this when we were talking to Omen Nanan, that right. when they were talking about sort of like how they got into the industry, Nanon, Nanon told the story about how he got into GMMTV, which was like he got scouted at the temple. Yeah. And then when when Ohm started telling his story, immediately Nanon like whispers. And so if you didn't catch this in the interview, I actually recommend like going and watching it again because it's a really funny it's moment. It's cute. He like whispers and he's like, Siam, right? Yeah, yeah. And he starts laughing. Everyone knows that like that, like you so you spot an ohm across the mall and you're like, that boy needs to be on film. Right. There are just like scouts in Siam. It's like, just, very, like looking like, for the cute boy. Very gin from BTS. It's like right. you see a cute boy, you put him in a TV show. Right. And the same <laughs> thing happened with first from like right. of John Don't first. Say No. Yeah, yeah. Or of Don't Say No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and but with Fluke, that's not what happened. Right. Fluke is very much like he went to school for acting. Yeah. He is like Fluke is legitimately like a serious actor. Right. And so I think for me, this wasn't as like jarring of a role to watch him play right. because I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like it, like I believe right, Fluke right. in this role. This was also, I think this series was the first of its kind that really took known ships like it's so appropriate that we're doing this the week after our ships episode because this was very much a vehicle for people to just see these ships again and right. I think for people to uh I think maybe for them to see what type of popularity they could garner by literally just like creating stories that showcased these ships in a in a plot. But you know? I will say they're all really different. So the storyline with specifically Own Fluke's episode, which is yeah. what we're talking about right now, um, and they come back in season two. So season yeah. two is filming. And so Ohm's character is a music producer and he's yeah. had this opportunity to like go he's produce music for yeah. like this big fancy like pop star yeah yeah. and fluke's character is still in college so they're dating they're living together oh they're also an established couple you meet them as an established yeah. couple which is really interesting they've been together for what like three, three years. years yeah right so they celebrate their third anniversary within this storyline so and you and so he Ohm's character gets this opportunity to go produce music for this big fancy pop star. And you kind of see that they're just at two different points in their lives yeah. now, as frequently will happen with couples that get together in college, especially if one of them is older, because right. one will graduate yeah. and right. And they get a job and they grow up. And that and year after college is truly the most surreal because you're like, you're all of a sudden your whole, your whole world shifts and it makes no sense how it's so dramatic, but it truly is. Well, and we see this also in Sodas S. Yeah. So this is like right. it's a similar sort of like struggle, right? In so, like a, as what we see in Sodas S. And so he 
he's off he's producing music fluke is living his like best like he's in college living he's his partying. little life he's yeah, partying yeah. Yeah. and they kind of you see them get in little tiffs about little things right like right. Like Fluke has been out partying, yeah. and Ohm's character is like, "How dare you?" He's kind of. The he's like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, he's like, I thought you weren't gonna party so much," and blah blah blah. And then Fluke's character is feeling very abandoned as a boyfriend, as a right. partner in this couple, right. because he feels like Ohm's character is always at work. Ugh. And it's like it's a it's a really interesting. And basically, what you're doing is you're watching them fall out of love mm -hmm. or you're watching them struggle to stay in love yeah and coincidentally the song that ohm has written <laughs> for this little pop star boy who by the way is like i mean if you have the choice between fluke and this pop star boy it's very confusing to me as to like <laughs> why this is even a choice yeah yeah i guess is what I'll, i will say about Amazing. it and um but the song that Ohm has written and is producing for this pop star boy is basically like the lyrics are like, can you just say you love me and pretend like you mean it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I know that you don't love me anymore and I know we're not in love, but like, I, I still want us to be in love. So yeah. let's pretend let's fake it. This was such an interesting role for fluke too. Cause it's nothing I've seen him do before. He's usually like very dramatic and very like deep and dark. And this was very like, almost like bratty but like he like he does a lot of whining in this and like right. he's very like you know uh almost immature in a way which is not something we see from fluke because even fluke i think as a person is a very mature kind of fluke's a grown-up like yeah. i think a lot of people and the same thing happens with kuhart he's right? a tiny boy but he's like yeah and adult. because he tends to play younger characters right, right. because he looks younger like yeah. people forget fluke is 30 i don't know i think fluke is 30 Oh. yeah so like people forget that fluke is like a grown-up yeah, yeah you know what i mean so fluke actually is like a very mature and again he's an actor like this is his craft this is his job yeah yeah and so let's find out yeah it's it's a really interesting character for fluke because he's playing kind of like a whiner yeah yeah he's 25 25 oh okay yeah yeah a nine to six or uh, but yeah, he's been in the industry for at least like 10 years now. Right. He's been doing that. That's another forever. thing. People forget Fluke has been doing this forever. Yeah. 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 He, so he does have the range and yeah. When I think these boys who go to acting school, like an Ohm or an Anon, like they, until they like do something in the BL scene, of course, because we're like the BL fans, like that's what we know. And until they do something like big and that one thing that they do big, like you kind of, you kind of narrow in on that one thing. So when you do see these boys show up repeatedly, you're like, Oh, this is so interesting. They can do more. They've, they have done more when you delve a little deeper. Cause you know, we love to do our research and we love to like, I especially love when I find an actor that I love, like I'll, I'll deep dive into them and I'll like watch everything that they've done. And so, yeah, th the range that these boys have. But so basically what, what continues on to happen is uh, Ohm's characters at work more and more. And he's like yeah. with this boy and you can see he's kind of a little bit starting to fall for this pop star boy, or at least that's the implication. Mm. And he misses their he misses their anniversary which again like how dare you like honestly really it this episode is so interesting because you go into it and you're like wow fluke's character is being really unreasonable yeah 
And then when Ohm's character misses their anniversary, I mean, truly, you're like, okay, no, now he's being under. And so, like, it's one of those very much like a Game Boys was for me where it's like I can see it from both sides. Mm. And like you or like an Itse, like for an Itse, it was really hard for me to be mad at one or the other for how they were behaving because I like they were both just going through something. <laughs> and so in yeah. this case, they're not both going through something, but it's like they both have wronged their partner right. in a different way. And their priorities are different because uh, Ohm played by, or Pierce played by Ohm. Pierce is, this is his first big job, right? And so he is very one track mind focused. Whereas Fluke's character, Typhoon, his focus is more so their relationship. And, and that's what he is. That's what's kind of in the front of his mind at this point. And so like when they're, when their focuses are two different things, the the weight of missing an anniversary dinner is going to be bigger to Typhoon than it is to Pierce because I mean it's also like it's your third like you just you don't miss <laughs> yeah, an yeah, anniversary yeah. dinner yeah, that's yeah, been yeah. planned like sorry I like it's I'm true. not gonna give him well, any we don't know like it's been planned. any like weight of responsibility <laughs> and like no none of that like uh, we are not sympathetic to this <laughs> no oh fluke no. fluke always needs needs to be taken care of no here's the thing like i and i think that like anybody who's in a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. right it's like no there are some days like like sorry there's just really not an excuse priority like and it's not about like like he's he's working and the priorities like no like maybe the other 364 days of the year (laughs) yeah yeah right or 363 but like not there are like a couple days that like sorry you don't really get leeway on that yeah 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 and so he misses this anniversary dinner and Fluke's character Typhoon shows up at like his work and kind of yeah. there's a little bit of a fit and you're yeah. like, oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, he happenstance says the words that are the exact lyrics yeah. in the song. Yep, and yep. so like upon first watch, I was like, ooh, this is how you know they're really like they've fallen out of love, mm-hmm. right? Is that like they're both feeling the same way. They're both feeling like they're not in love anymore. Right. But upon my second watch, I realized. And so then like he says the words and then Ohm's character kisses him and right. it's like whatever. Um, but the second time I watched it through, I was like, no, you know what happened here is Ohm's character realized he like they were still a perfect fit because yeah. like even though they were in different places, they were still feeling the same thing and they were still connected enough to literally like be finishing each other's sentences. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. unbeknownst yeah. to them. So it actually just shows like how strong their connection is. It was a recommitment to make the relationship work even though they were in very different seasons of life. Right. Yeah. I, I liked this episode. It was pretty surprising to me, uh, coming from until we meet again, like how different these characters were. And so that was the one thing about this episode that I was like, Oh, this is, this is so different and so interesting, but I like this episode. Okay. Next episode. Uh, this is such an interesting experience. So it's called Just Friend and it stars Ja as Zin and first as Mujum the Cat. Mujum the Cat. Uh, can we and just talk about shout out first? First, shout out William. <laughs> oh, yes, because yes. hearken back to our interview with John first. And we were really excited to talk about Close Friend with them. Yes. Kind of like how we were really excited again to talk about Until We Meet Again with Ja with the wig. We were yes. really excited to talk to first about this cat situation. Because he 
killed it. He, I mean, he's amazing as a cat. And also, like, I think at this point, like, we like our jokes. Yeah. And, like, I think it's probably pretty <laughs> obvious we, like, pre-plan some of the jokes. Some of them just happen. Some yeah, of yeah. them genuinely yeah, are yeah, off yeah, the yeah. cuff. Yeah. But, like... I mean, we do practice like we're professionals, yeah. right? And so, like, we do like we'll go through our questions and we'll go through like whatever to prepare to, and to like, just like get the nerves respectful. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were just like really excited to make this joke about like, <laughs> did you give Pobger the cat any advice? <laughs> Like this joke, like there are some jokes like that we just get so excited about making yeah. and that like sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. And like yeah. you guys will see there is one on the, the our interview with um the Year My Sky cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. I was just like determined to make it. Like <laughs> literally I deliver this line like three times because I'm like, no, we are gonna make this work. And so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Similarly with first and jaw. Yeah. Like you were really committed to this. Did you give Pobger advice? Yeah. 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 Like you were really, really, you really wanted this joke <laughs> to hit. Like this was your Sua moment. Because, because, uh, the cat was so, such an important role in, uh, in don't, don't say, say no. no. And the fact that first it played a cat character was like, I just thought this will be funny. Like this will make so much sense. It made no sense. However, part we of had, problem. yeah, we hadn't explained the context to William and William is like truly a professional. He's so good at like translating for us because he wants to know the context so he can clearly translate it because that's what I've seen a lot in translator notes on Twitter is that they're like, sometimes we just can't translate this for you because it won't make sense. Even if we do like word for word, right. we need to give you context. And so it like, completely went over our heads that we needed to, to explain to William like first played a cat he played a cat like an actual like he played the character of a cat <laughs> and so shout out William before we get into this episode yeah, yeah, yeah. for on the fly trying to figure out what it was we were talking about when we said did you give Pobger the cat any advice also shout out first because like it didn't quite get translated properly. And right. he gave like a really cute answer yeah, yeah. to talking about like playing the cat. Yeah. And I mean, truly. The sweetest. This man, you guys, <laughs> I have said before that first deserves uh, like an Emmy. An Oscar. Yeah, yeah. He deserves yeah. an oh. Emmy, a Grammy. He deserves to EGOT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly. <laughs> I believe in my heart of hearts that first deserves to EGOT. True, true. And like part of like one of the things that he should like you know get receive yeah, an award yeah. in is for playing a cat because like this man makes you so emotionally invested oh, in him truly as a cat and yeah, he yeah. plays the mannerisms of a cat it's wild so well okay I so mean, the, it's insane the plot line of the speaking of explaining the plot line uh <laughs> is that a friend of jaw's character uh seeing Drops off his cat. He's he's leaving town right. and he gives Jaw the cat. He's which been I feel abandoned. Like, which I feel like is true to life. Like if I needed to give away an animal, like I, I think I'd go to Jaw. <laughs> I might go to like, I, I might go to Luke of GMMTV. I feel like he's doing a really good job with his bunnies. With the bunnies. He's got like this little bunny family. I mean, I, I think, also might go to Tool. Yeah, I think before long, Earth Mix might just have a whole cat. Well, they're going to have a cattery. cattery. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have a cattery. He's they're like going to start breeding. He's slowly it's be turning like a whole his thing. whole house into yeah. a cat yeah. thing. Uh, and so he leaves the cat. And it's just like the whole episode is is 
Ja interacting with this cat and like trying to like take really good care of the cat. And then Ja has a date. Yes. And he goes out on this date and they come home late and he's like, oh no, I've left my cat for so long. Well, so they come back from this date and the girl who is like, she's clearly got it bad for Zing. Like clearly. I mean. I mean, which is fair. Relatable. It's 100% like a fair (laughs) feeling to have in your heart. Like I get it. But also, so like. She goes to pet the cat because she's like, you know, she because like cat daddies do love their cats. And so like this girl, I mean, to her credit is like playing it. She's like, I'm going to go like snuggle up to the cat and it's going to be like a thing. Yeah, yeah. And Mujum (laughs) scratches her and and Jaw's character has told her like, be careful. He was abandoned by his previous owner. Like he's not good with people. He's going through something. He's just going through something. (laughs) And... Like this, this relationship is very. I like. I'm gonna put this out there. Like, non. It's it's a it's a non sexual love. Like, let's make this very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's not that he's like jealous of from like a boyfriend point no, no, of no. view. It's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. kind of situation. He just really loves. Cats. He just really loves this cat, and he's like taking care of this thing that he found on his doorstep in the rain, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and it's like a full tool and his cat situation where he's like. He just loves this cat. <laughs> you know, because like Tool's cat just like went through this like thing. And, right. Yeah. And Tool's, Tool, like, Tool's cat has like his, some sort of infection. If you have stories, he like went through this yes. whole thing and was like, we were bonding, but I had to, I had to do what was best for him and like, you know, send him right. away. <laughs> so, so Mujum scratches her and <laughs> uh, like a couple other things occur. And then, Jaw's character ends up taking Mujum and like locking him in the bathroom because he's like being disruptive and he yeah, has yeah. a girl over. Yeah, yeah. And what's really funny is, and it's just, it's so funny, but it's also so believable. The 1,000%. Like, it's so relatable. Yeah. I think it's so believable. Like, I watched this and I'm like, I 9,000% believe this is how Jaw would like, Jaw, not the character, not Zane, yeah, yeah. but how Jaw would react like i don't know like let's say that like sancho is like annoying so like somebody he's brought home yeah yeah like i fully believe if he had to put sancho in the bathroom like this is his same reaction would happen here he'd be like i'm sorry can you so he fully he and this girl are about to go in the bedroom they like open the door they're like going in the bedroom and he can like hear mujum like meowing and scratching at the door or whatever um and he literally is like i'm sorry you have to go because he feels bad because he like yelled at the cat and has locked the cat in the bedroom and the girl is like oh no like i think it's okay and he's like no i need you to leave yeah 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 and it's honestly the most ridiculous thing in the world because i know no boy i know no man that would like (laughs) turn quite frankly that would turn away a hookup because their cat was meowing in the other room but at i the mean same like time, maybe jb from god seven because he has about 10 cats at this point listen jb is super rich and fancy he would board the cats before a girl came over <laughs> like let's be completely real about how jb would handle that situation he just wouldn't have a girl over let's be honest he's already talked about how he brings nobody home because his house is like 
cat. He just crazy. has the girls at the studio. Yeah. Like, let's all also not be like just like not be gaslit by what how JB is living his life. <laughs> true, like, true, true. if if you if you are an agase, I, I feel like you understand yeah, this yeah, and yeah. you're not offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, you're probably like cheering. You're probably like, yeah, yeah, right? Because yeah. like whenever JB's first single got banned from Korean television because it was too racy, I cheered for him. I was like, this is yeah. everything he wants in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so anyway. I'm so happy for him. <laughs> um, so John makes the girl leave. He makes her leave and he goes and he's like, I'm so sorry, Mujum. Yeah. And then they like cuddle yeah. and it's like a cat daddy cuddle yeah. sitch. This, uh speaking to like the direction of this of this episode it was shot so well because you get a lot of cute jaw first moments which Mm -hmm. i feel like jaw and first as a ship speaking of ships again uh is that they're just sweet friends like you've seen the evolution of their friendship as the as their ship and i fully just like enjoy their interactions is like two guys that like to hang out with each other and then like on screen they have this great chemistry and they have amazing chemistry but off off like away from their characters they're like the nicest sweetest friends who are very comfortable with each other and so like this episode gives you like that sweet like skinship but it's it's like cuddling and it's like because one of them is a cat yeah 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 and they're just like it it's truly it's truly like what you would imagine like a workshop exercise would be. Right. It does seem like <laughs> workshop. In fact, I like Bill and PP. I would workshop. love to see somebody like take this and make it a workshop exercise. Like one yeah. of you is a cat and the other one is the owner yeah. because it's so on brand for BL boys. What show is coming out that we can like, that we can imprint this on what show is workshopping right now? There's gotta be a show. I feel like Boone Prim would do good at this. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they are workshopping because Boone loves his bunnies. So right. I feel like Boone would be a great bunny. Like Prem needs to like take care of. Yeah, I feel like this should totally be a workshop exercise. Yeah, yeah. If if I ever become a BL producer, <laughs> it's gonna be like the one thing I like. That's gonna be like in my writer, like as a part of the workshop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please, I would like close friend. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, so yeah, this episode and this is just a nice episode to watch over and over. Like. It's a fun, it's really fun. And also, yeah. can we talk about like Jaw's character is a like high power, he's got this beautiful home. Yeah. Like he like he's a man. It's a very K-drama home. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Okay. Next. Next episode. Willing or not. Which <laughs> so okay. Initially, at th- this is my favorite close friend episode. What? Yeah. This is my favorite close friend. So initially, my favorite close friend episode was just friend which is joffers oh interesting okay initially joffers was my favorite because i just like as i mentioned i think that first should egot like he does he <laughs> plays a cat so amazingly yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. but i love willing or not like i think this specific episode is amazing yeah. i love max Nat in it i <laughs> love the storyline it's so funny and it's so cute and i love that like i just love the dynamic and this is when i go back and watch the most often interesting i love this episode. my mind is blown i i can't get away from the analogy of max Nat being like Jacob imprinting in Twilight because I feel like because Max and Nat have known each other forever since for, since Nat was literally a child like fourteen or fifteen right and and Max is ten years older than him yeah and their their ship 
chemistry has been very like protective older brother right and that's what this very much feels like this episode truly like brought that into characters on it's really sweet and it's also i think what i like about it is it's actually really well developed yeah and you watch both of them like get to different like they get to the same point but in different ways and i think that max's character is very sweet and the way like that he handles things and realizes things. And then, yeah. like, Nat's character is super funny uh-huh. and is really just, like, sweet, which is kind of what you expect from that. Yeah. Like, and so I just – I love this episode. So the premise of this episode yeah, is yeah. that Nat, uh, his character's name is Minnie. So cute. He – Actually, doesn't Max give him that name? No, it's, like, on his little name tag, Minnie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. No, he just makes him write it on the... the oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that, like, that was a nickname that Max gave him for some reason. No. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, Minnie is Nat's character, and he's a freshman. Yeah, yeah. And it's freshie day, and he has to join some sort of athletic club. Yeah, yeah. And all of the, like, spots are taken, and they're, like, asking him what he likes to do. And then finally, this, like, this, uh, this P, the senior, is like, okay, you have to join judo club, right? Yeah. And he looks over and it's so funny because Max is just sitting like cross-legged on a table, like be like very karate kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his nickname is Godzilla. Amazing. Of course it is. Which I love. And he like rushes over to Minnie and he's like, you have to join this club. And he like grabs his hand and makes him write his name on the sign-up sheet. And he's like, we're going to start training. He's like, have (laughs) you ever even exercised before? (laughs) And he asks him, which is like really funny. He's like, uh, what you don't like drinking your milk because he's small yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it's just like really funny and like kind of aggressive but like he's just like a senior and he's yeah. supposed to be like a national team athlete hopeful right. and maybe i'm just really into this right now because i'm also really into you're my sky so this is like like you're yeah. my sky cute version yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what this situation is i can like, do that you're my sky but cute line yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. don't cute line but like <laughs> yeah yeah no basketball involved though we're we're fighting each other hand-to-hand combat yeah yeah and um, so they're training and he's like being pretty hard on Minnie and yeah. like he's making him do all these exercises and Minnie just like really like hates him for it. Right. He's like freaking Godzilla. Like he always finds me because he'll be like walking through the halls and he'll like grab his backpack and like drag him off to yeah. go exercise. But they're spending all this time together. Yeah. And you watch the way that I the reason I like the way that this is developed is there's a moment they're like. So after he's done all this exercise, there's a moment where finally, so you see two moments. There's one moment where Max's character flips Nat mm-hmm. and, you know, like, like the, the yeah, 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 like the, I don't know, judo flip. I don't know what it's yeah. called. I'm sure there's a name for the move. And um, he looks at him and he's just like, oh, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And Nat's character, and he deadpans and he looks at the camera. So there, you've got like fourth wall breaking, which yeah, yeah. I always love because yeah. I think it's really funny. Right. Um, and so he looks at the camera and he's like, you flipped me all this time and now you're asking if I'm okay? Right. Because he clearly doesn't get it. Like you as a viewer, you're like, oh, I see what's happening here. <laughs> but like Minnie doesn't get it. And you're like, it's oh, really there's funny. the BL. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I love that moment. And then there's another moment where after they have worked out all this time, um, when Minnie is finally able to flip Godzilla, like he's yeah. so Nat is able to flip Max, which I am dying to know 
how long it how many first of all how many takes and how long it took Nat to be able to actually do it right 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 but like he flips Godzilla and like you see this struggle and he flips him and you're like oh my gosh and you as a viewer in that moment because the entire thing is told from Minnie's point of view right and so you see in that moment, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so proud of him. Like, he's been working out so hard and he did it and he's like ready and he's going to go in this competition. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you're like so happy for him. And then you find out later that the reason he was able to actually flip him is because Max's character gets like distracted because like they're hand to hand combating and they're like close to each other, right? Like physically close. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. his heart starts fluttering and that's, and he gets distracted and that's why he was able to flip him. And that was when like he noticed that it like, that he felt <laughs> yeah, some yeah. kind of way for this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a really sweet reveal later on because when you're watching it the first time through, you don't you don't realize that's what happened. Right. And so it's a really nice reveal later on. I I just this is a fun one. It's yeah. really fun. It's funny. It's sweet. It's like a classic BL. Yeah. Especially compared to the rest of the episodes in Close Friend. Right. This is your like traditional like BL storyline. And yeah. it's cute and it's funny and it's like I love it. They have good chemistry. I am trying to remember if I watched Close Friend before or after Why Destiny because their Why Destiny episodes were a little more intense on the like love story part. And so it was funny because Max Nat in and of themselves are such like soft, fluffy people as a ship. And so this truly fit the, these boys, these characters fit these boys just in like a different kind of plot situation. What's also interesting is if you're a Max Nat fan, which I am. Yeah. Max looks really young in this. The yeah. way that they styled him, like he genuinely looks like he's in college, mm -hmm. which I feel like other times he doesn't like Max no. is a grown up and you can yeah. tell he's a grown up. Yeah. This is a sweet episode. I, I also enjoyed this episode. Yeah, this is my favorite one. Okay, yeah. so the next one we have is episode four, Just One Life with Talay and Yoon. Uh, there's not much to say about this episode. <laughs> I think the because shade. like we watched it. I watched it multiple times and I, I have still have no idea what's times. going on. Same. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I have watched this so many times and Maybe. let me tell you when I struggle with this one. And it's so appropriate. We're going to be talking to William soon about the cultural stuff. And maybe I need to go rewatch it and take notes because I, there's, it's very culture heavy, right? It's very like yeah. Buddhist heavy. It talks a lot about karma and like coming back and like what, like these like superstitions that you need to do to like do all these things. I just and... still don't un like what <laughs> I struggle with is I don't understand their dynamic and I don't understand like <laughs> this ship and this chemistry. And I just like, I don't, and I, it doesn't make sense to me. And I feel like maybe if I saw like a full length BL, it would make more sense to me. Like if this was like a full length story, because I, this is how I felt about Tay and Singto and Paint with Love. I was uh, like, I don't yeah. get this. This doesn't make sense to me. This dynamic, this chemistry, it makes yeah. zero sense to me. And now that I'm so deep into Paint with Love, I'm like, right. I absolutely get this. I am on board. Right. But in this storyline, I'm watching them. And in a what? Like these episodes are like 15 minutes, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Maybe even that. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm like, I don't understand this dynamic. Like, that's what I struggle with. Less so of the, like, cultural stuff and more so of the, like, I don't understand these two characters and their dynamic with each other. Right. So I feel like this is the only episode of Close Friend that I wish had been just, like, a full-length BL because the premise is interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. And I like the two boys. Right. But I don't understand the characters. I don't understand their dynamic and their chemistry. And – so this ship comes from Triple Y or YYY. Right. This little show that, like, I started watching, but, like, got distracted by something else, as I typically do, if it doesn't, like, truly capture me. Uh, and so, yeah, Yoon Tele, because Tele and Perth are a ship. Right. But then Yoon Tele are a thing, too. Well, but, so I need, I'm not talking specifically about Unintelay. I'm talking about the characters. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I don't understand the chemistry and the dynamic between the characters. Also, in the like I line. couldn't figure out if they were like, if the, if they were like actually in real life or if they were on a different plane or if like, <laughs> did Yoon die? I don't know. Like that's what I was trying. I was like, wait, is Yoon dead? Like, did he succeed? Straight? Did he succeed? Because it literally opens with him, like, trying to jump off a bridge. Right. Because this girl broke up with him. Right. And I'm like, is Talay... But Talay's in love with Yoon. But is (laughs) Talay a real person, or is he, like, a fairy godmother type of situation? I I think that they're, like... Is he, like, like, a spirit guide? I think... Are they both dead? Lord have Is he like? Is he like a good? I am so confused by this one. Please, Lord, like, and and I watched 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 it like five times. I truly have watched it like five times. I just don't understand this one. We need to just get William to watch this and be like, explain to us. Well, but okay, what I'm saying is like, it's less about the cultural stuff for me. Like, I thought that all was very interesting, yeah, 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 cool, and like, I do want to watch. Then there's like, there's like a maze thing right that's all super cool i just cannot understand are the characters alive are they dead are they is is Talay a real person or is he just like a spirit guy do they know each other previously like i cannot wrap my head around these characters yeah, 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 yeah. like it's very very confusing for me um I feel like I need to watch this with Yoon and Talay. Like, that's what I need. (laughs) I need Yoon and Talay sitting on either side of me and telling me, okay, now this has happened. Now this has happened. Now this is who he is. Like, I literally need, like, a step-by-step instruction booklet for this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if there's... I wonder if there's a manga or if this just was, like, a script. I am so confused by it. (laughs) And also, do we know he was dumped by a girl or is it just fan? Like, was he dumped by, like, a partner? Well, they say her name. And, I mean, Charlene could be a boy. But, like, the the right. person's name is Charlene. Okay. I didn't pay that much attention <laughs> to that because I was trying to figure out, like, who the hell these people were. Because he has to write it on that stone. And when he throws it, he has right. to yell it. And yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, – yeah. and, like, he says it. Yeah. Um, But we get, like, a cute little confession moment where, like, Talay is, like, you know, I wanted to – to like tell you that I liked you, but it, it's just too hard. But he like says it in subtext. And so, right. And so I'm watching this and I'm like, are they both? I think they're both dead. <laughs> so they're like, they're like ghost. And so boyfriends. did Talay die earlier? Did Talay die first? Or are they not both dead? Are they alive in this? I. It's all very confusing to me. <laughs> we should go watch it again. I. I've watched it so many times and it's still confusing to me. 
I don't get it. If you get it, can you yeah. please comment and tell me yeah, if yeah. you get it or like DM us because yeah. I, tell I would us. love to get it. Yeah. I want to get it. The That's heart true. is willing. Yeah. Just one life. YOLO. <laughs> the heart is willing. <laughs> I, I want to understand. Okay. Next one. We have the good old Jimmy Tommy in my dear star. This is so cute. This was an excellent episode. This episode is so stinking cute. It, I loved the like time period. It, like, yeah, it's like a period drama. And yeah, yeah. I keep seeing people keep being like the first period BL, the first period BL for like so many new ones that are coming out. And I'm like, did y'all not watch? He's coming to me. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, and also this, this is a period BL. Yeah. It is not modern times. It's so retro. I love the like letter writing. It's so romantic without it being. Yeah. So they're pen pals. So Jimmy Tommy yeah. played pen pals. Yes. In like the sweetest way possible. Yes. And they're writing back and forth. And I believe that it's Tommy that sends his picture. Yes. Yes. And yes. Jimmy is like, oh, he's good looking. <laughs> and they end up like talking. He's like, do you have a phone in your house? So yes. like this is, you know, we're at a place where like there aren't phones in the houses. Right. Right. And. Tommy like calls him from the payphone. And he has his, like, his bag of quarters. Yes. And it's so precious. And then there's one time where like the payphone is broken and so he can't call. And they like send mixtapes back and, and forth. And they send mixtapes <laughs> to each like, other. And they like, especially in the beginning, they're like, what are you into? What are you into? And he like sends him comic books. Yes. So and they just like build this really sweet friendship. Yeah, it like harkens back to this time where like people made a ton of effort to like truly like get to know someone on a like on a real friendship level before anything romantic happens. Yeah. Because like you can tell that they're both feeling the feelings, but like are just so invested in like their friendship with each other. And at one point, Tommy's character asks Jimmy's character if he can like send him a picture of himself. Yes. And it's just like really sweet. And so the culmination of all and the whole time you watch Tommy's character which this was so nostalgic for me because yeah. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before but I actually lived in South Korea as a kid and as a kid there are these like we don't have them in America or we didn't I don't know kids these days might have them but mm -hmm. like you can buy it it's like sheets of paper and there are little strips that you can like pull apart mm -hmm. and they're all different colors and you fold them into stars so like you fold mm. it and then you pinch the edges and they make little stars okay and i used to do this so like they were these were available like in korea when i was a kid and i used to make these things and i like i yeah. like surrounded by stars i had i was obsessed with these things like and so yeah i think Tommy's the closest character... we had was like origami like origami right. made it here but like the the stars did this not this little like star those situation so right and so i used to do those as a kid and tommy is doing them in the sh and so, so the whole cute. time they're like writing letters back and forth and you're watching tommy's character folding the stars yeah at least i picked up on it really early i was like oh he's folding the stars because every time i see it in anything i'm like oh yeah 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 right did they do those stars and he's coming to me there was a thing there was a jar of things and he's coming to me was that this was that stars maybe i don't Oh my god, this is such a good excuse to rewatch. He's coming. To <laughs> oh <me>. my god. <laughs> anyway, so you're watching him the whole time make these stars, and so finally they decide they're going to meet up. 
They decide they decide that Tommy's way character that he, is going to yeah, come to the big city. The way that he asks is really cute. He's like, I don't know if your mom would be okay with it or not, but if you can come to Bangkok when your school is over. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. Because at one point they were going to meet up and like one of them has hurt his ankle. Yes. It's Jimmy, right? Or no, it's Tommy has hurt his ankle and that's why he can't go to the payphone, I think. Yeah. Anyways, yes. one of them has like hurt his ankle and it's like a whole thing. And so finally he comes to the big city. He's coming to Bangkok <gasps> and he's waiting and waiting and waiting for Jimmy to show up and he's like not there and it's sad and your heart, like your heart is breaking. Like yeah, you're yeah, watching yeah. it and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. Like, and you're just like, I truly was like about to cry in this moment. Like I was so yeah, yeah, upset yeah, yeah. about it. And you see next to him on the bench when he's sitting there waiting, this jar of stars. Yeah. And he gets up, like he finally is like about to give up and yeah. he bumps into someone and it's Jimmy. And he spills the, the stars and Jimmy's oh. like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he bends down and he's like helping him pick them up and they haven't looked at each other yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tommy looks up and he realizes who he is. Oh. And Jimmy's character's like, how many are there? And he says, there's a thousand there for you. And I just like I swear to God. Like, and then oh. and then the scene after that is them like walking down the street and like in true uh a tale of a thousand stars, you're my sky fashion. They're like hands. The, hands yes, like, we've got hands brushing. Clothes. We've got pinky. And we should have included this pinky touch. I mean, it's not anybody's fault that V and Dome are killing the pinkies yeah, at the 100%. moment. Uh, which that's all they should do because these are children. children. <laughs> Uh, and then we get like a sweet little hug from them, which Jimmy, Tommy as a ship have just excellent chemistry as like these boys who have been doing their like ship for years now. And so it's, it has been an evolution for me because I tr wasn't truly into it. Like when I first started watching, like, why are you? And after watching they this. They grew on me too. I wasn't yeah. into it the first time I watched why are you either. Totally. Yeah. And then this was truly like a Jimmy Tommy awakening. I will say Tommy <laughs> grew on me first. Like, yeah. Tommy got me first. I was like, oh, Tommy. Partially yeah. because I <laughs> You're like started looking into Tommy because <laughs> – when I found out that yes, Frank had to go to the military, the yeah, yeah. when I found out that Frank had to go to the military, I was really concerned. It was like very difficult for me. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine had like sent me a video of had sent me the video of Frank drawing his red card. Yeah, not a friend. And just like the look that sounds torturous. No, she's my friend. She <laughs> just because I was really concerned about it. She was like, I mean, if you're like, you can just go for it. Yeah. And the look on his face. And, like, I actually don't recommend looking up this video because, like, Frank is fine, you guys. He's fine. Yeah. yeah. But so I was, like, doing all this research. I was like, is he going to be okay? <laughs> and it was, like, really emotional for me because at the time, my first K-pop boy was yeah. still in the military. He hadn't gotten out yet. Right, right. And, like, anybody who's into K-pop knows when your first boy goes, it's a very emotional time. After that, when they start, like, you yeah. know, dominoing in, you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be fine. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my very first K-pop boy was still in the military, so I was, like, already emotional about it because <laughs> I was like, now my BL boys are going. And I was just, like, really emotional yeah, about yeah. it because yeah. I was, like, I thought I was safe in this BL where I thought this was a safe space. No. Um, and – I had done all this research about like the Thai yeah, military, military yeah. and like what the training camp was like and yeah, all this yeah. stuff because I was like 
It's intense. I was like really worried about Frank. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I really like Frank. And so Tommy. And so I found out Tommy has been in the military. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Tiny boy Tommy. Tommy was in the military. <laughs> and I was like, oh. and I was like, and Tommy was okay. And so then I started looking into Tommy to like see if I could find any yeah. like anything where he had talked about it. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, but then yeah, the Koreans talk about it quite a bit. Right. And so I was like, well, maybe there's something that. where he's talked about it. I couldn't find anything. But so then I start looking into Tommy and I'm like deep in on his Instagram and I'm deep on the YouTube and I'm like, <laughs> and so I, Tommy got me first. And oh. then when I started watching Jimmy Tommy interviews, yeah. they are so good together. Yeah. Like the two of them truly have great, great chemistry. And I mean, they are potentially the most iconic height difference in BL. Oh, yeah. Probably. I think they're the most iconic height difference in BL. It's intense. Yeah. You, I mean, Jimmy should just pick Tommy up. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's it's iconic. Yeah, yeah. That why are you beach scene where it's like, oh, there's going to be like real spine damage <laughs> in this situation. Right. Because poor Tommy is like, yeah, yeah. and then poor Jimmy is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is a sweet, sweet story. It's just, really sweet and it's good. retro and yeah. it's like cute and it's very Jimmy Tommy. There's a little Easter egg that harkens back to why are you with the little Union Jack pillow? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for Jimmy Tommy's new show. I'm excited for them to get their own show because, you know, they got cut from why are you like their little storyline got cut short from why are you and they yeah. got their like little mini series to kind of make up for that. And so now I'm excited. And then they had Peach of Time, which was yeah. just like a huge bummer. They like, like they like. <laughs> Went to Korea and Jimmy got another boy. That it, Tommy it, had basically, to watch. the whole thing was just a huge bummer. <laughs> Very sad. Uh, so I'm excited for them to get yeah. this new show, which is like, is it is it an intern storyline? Do you know? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Anyways, okay, let's continue. Okay, on. next episode. My favorite episode that I truly have watched a hundred times because y'all, Kim Cop is truly one of my top ships. Like. Kim and Encopter. When I first got into Kim Cop, I I watched anything and everything they did because like uh I got into Gen Y and Gen Y was a vehicle for Kim Cop. It was like a full BKPP project situation. And they had been together for five years and they finally got this project together. So there was like a ton of ship work from them leading up to Gen Y. And so I went like deep into the Kim cop. So this episode for me was wonderful too, because, okay. So the whole premise is that Kim in plays Jedi. Who's this idol, which yes. like, if you are an SV five fan, like I am, do they have a fandom name? I don't know. I need to look into that. Uh, then you will truly like appreciate Kim and being an idol. And so Kim and plays an idol and Ray played by copter is a huge fan. And this as like fangirls that like this spoke to my heart because I also love the dynamic switch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because in everything leading up to this, Kim and is the one always going Kim after copter. Kim is the pursuer. Yes. Right. And then this copter is like full fanboy. He's like fully in love yeah. with Jedi. And so Ray wins this competition and he gets this VR headset. And this is truly like, I I think because I just like, I want, I want this for myself. <laughs> like the idea that like I get a VR headset where I can like interact with my favorite, favorite like idol boy. And then potentially he has insight into these interactions. He can, right. So like the storyline is that <laughs> there's, he's one 
Ray has won this yeah. like trivia competition. Right. And he's like a top fan. <laughs> and he gets this VR headset and he's interacting with Jedi, P Jedi. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and you find out or you realize or you like get later on, much later on, you realize that like Jedi can watch the footage back essentially. Yeah. You don't know, but you, the, you know, right. he, like, because at some point Jedi is like, if you talk to me in the, in real life, like I'll know who you are. Yeah. Like you just have to make that interaction. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's wild to me. I don't actually want that. I would love that. I would never want that. And so Ray works at this coffee shop, and that's where he encounters Jedi IRL. And that's where he's having these conflicting feelings. Because Jedi walks in, and he goes to order coffee, and he says he wants an Americano double shot and Ray finishes the order for him and he kind of like gives him like a little side eye and he's like uh yeah yeah, yeah. I just heard what you said yeah 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 I and so the story progresses and the moments that Ray and Jedi have in the VR headset are so sweet and so wholesome and like there's cuddling and uh, Jedi is being incredibly like flirty and there's a line which I like screenshotted and send you multiple times and it's like jedi says something um oh he's like he's like what do you want to do with me and uh ray is like if you keep talking like this i i'm having moral thoughts <laughs> i truly so good and so you get like kim cop cuddling you got you get kim cop kisses There's a kiss. you get yeah. like all the you get forehead kisses you get like all the kim cop sweetness i also i really appreciate ray's bedroom because it's like yeah there's a kim and cardboard cutout which how do i get this <laughs> yeah, yeah, who yeah. do i need to talk to to get this kim and cardboard cutout? my room may or may it. not look like Jed, uh ray's room in this <laughs> at this point yeah 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 um yeah like truly this is so iconic like because this is what our house looks like. Yeah, yeah. So, like, full disclosure, I feel like everybody's picked up on this. We live together. Yeah, yeah. And the ships episode, we made visual aids. They're literally hanging in the hallway yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, truly, this is like my house. It's <laughs> so stupid. true. <laughs> so I so just true. really like identify. Like, I walk through the hallway now, and there's like counter turbo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as it should be. Like, yeah. we. Um, I got into mixed tiles and whenever like Pentagon would do anything, I would send uh, a mixed tile version to Ayla. And at some point she was like, please stop sending me mixed tiles because I, I literally no ran out of space. wall space, which is funny because I moved into the room that has the mixed tiles. So now they're just like uh, in my room. Yeah, you you get to watch Pentagon watching me. <laughs> Amazing. It's true. Uh, and so. uh the so Ray's room is very. Anyways, true to I really life. appreciate Ray's room yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like true, like fanboy. What cardboard cutout, BL boy, would you want? Four. Oh right, true. <laughs> I that's it. so easy. If you Why guys, is that even a question? If you guys know how to make a cardboard cutout, let me know because <laughs> for Ayla's birthday in August, I should have a cardboard cutout of four made. I'm not gonna say the thing that I want to say, but I think you know what I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. More news to come? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Spoiler, <laughs> more news to come. Uh because I for the longest time had a cardboard cutout of Zach Efron gifted to me from I had some One Direction cutouts. Speaking of retro from Blockbuster. 
friends of mine bought Zac Efron during High School Musical 3 era and gifted him to me for my 23rd birthday. Yeah, I for sure would go for a war cardboard cutout. But like really this is – can I have like a rotating cardboard cutout? Because like war is my ultimate. But can I like rotate out my cardboard cutouts? Because like right now I want a a Sua cardboard cutout. I mean I think think Sua would be a great addition to the living room because we both – Fully are obsessed. I are obsessed with, with Sula. Sula. Yeah. D- uh, again, like shout out for our interview with the Irmai Sky Boys. Like you should watch it because like it's coming out the week or when is this? When is it coming out? Two weeks from now. Yeah. Because what I mean, if you're interested in watching Beth Ann and I like somewhat scuffle over this boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, good we both are like angling to talk to him like every yeah, single yeah, yeah. question True. we're both like oh yeah we like split problematic our, you we, guys we like split our time with him <laughs> yeah fully obsessed uh wait who would you want a cardboard cut out of you can have two you can have your like ultimate and then you can have like whoever your rotating boy is right now oh, right 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 Who's my go-to? This is my problem is that I don't commit to just one boy. Uh, That's what I'm saying. You can have your like ultimate and then you can have a rotating boy. Um, I mean, the the one that I'm like fully in love with right now is uh, Kavanaugh. I like he has done something to so me. So is Kavanaugh your rotating boy or is he your like all the time? He'd be my all the time. Okay. And then like Sua would for sure be Sua. Mine. So yeah, we yeah, have yeah, to yeah. wait. Do we get two Sua cardboard? Do we get two Sua cardboard cutouts, or do we get one and we share Sua? He Are we say, sharing Sua? It would be a full like fat head situation on the wall. You know, like the sports. And we like move him around. No, no, no. He just would like live on the wall somewhere. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I'm gonna get that made and it's gonna be back here. Like just wait next episode. It's. It, well, and the funniest part about this is the fact that, like, I fully would do that because we've talked to these actors, like, we've had interactions with them. So no, I'm still fully obsessed. It's with a Sula. little weird to like talk about them as fans. Like, there's that. I am it's, fully like... Sua's fan. <laughs> like, I will buy anything he's selling me. I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got we've gushed about him on stories, and he's fully seen it and like restoried. And, and I have zero shame about it. Like, so you guys, this worldwide is doing these little like vacation episode things. Yeah. And one came out the other day, and Sua is wearing like a backwards baseball hat in it, and literally, <laughs> Went through it. we're yeah, watching yeah. it at three in the morning. It's three in the morning, and I full all- body screamed. And my poor neighbors were probably like, "What is, what is happening in Ayla's Fine. apartment right now?" And it, I mean, it was it was Sua. Sua was happening yeah, in yeah. Ayla's apartment right now. Okay, so anyways, Kim Cop. <laughs> yes, we got distracted as we do. Uh, so this episode ends with uh, Ray spilling coffee on Jedi, and Ray is really going through it because he's like, "You're the interactions IRL are not what I'm having on this VR headset." And so he and goes, like, "I have this relationship that's fake." Yes. It's very similar to, I feel like, what a lot of fans went through with Lovely Rider. Mm-hmm. At the end of Lovely Rider, you know how every, or a segment of fans that watched yeah. that show were like, I was gaslit. This whole thing was fake. This is all a lie. Yeah. That I was made to believe was real. That's kind of what, what Ray goes yeah. through. Yes, yes. And so he's like, he's going through it, sitting on the ground in the back, in the back of this coffee shop. And Jedi comes to him and is like, you're Ray, aren't you? 
And they have this sweet little moment. And he's like sitting on the ground. Yeah. And and, and he then like kneels down. It's very sweet. And he finally is like, no, I I know who you are. Like I have to, I just have to be cool about it. Yeah, he's like, like, be cool, bro. This is like every fan. He's like, I need fantasy. you to have some like chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you like meet your idol in some kind of like fan sign situation. And then they're like, I want, I want to, I want to hang out with I you. I want to hang out with you. <laughs> But like it's, we got to be cool about it's it. It's every fan's like true. It's dream. like early days Tay from BTS, where like he may or may not have become friendly with like one of his fans on social media, and they were like, "Boy, you got to be cool." They were like, "We need you to be cool." <laughs> like, can you um, please have some chill? So then that kind of is how the episode ends. This like sweet little forehead touch between like yeah. Jedi and Ray. So sweet. And so season two, as we've already mentioned, is yes. going to be uh, Ohm's character. Producing something for Jedi's character and and and, and then for you have the Kimmon's two boyfriends. character and then you have the two boyfriends and it's like their worlds colliding and like and we'll see what happens and it's and they have like- a little like song and some like a, some choreography that was done by one of our favorite uh, choreographers yes. Nettie yes. yes yeah of of Yinwar of Yinwar yeah <laughs> Nettie of Yinwar of Yinwar uh, and. They had like a cute little press conference. Yeah. And as someone who loves to see my like all all of our boys interacting with boys that they don't interact with, like th- for this to be like a star hunter and a news affinity slash whoever fluke is affiliated with, like to see these boys interacting, which who would normally interact right. with, like I love those moments. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gonna be really good. I'm really so excited fun. about season two. Yeah. Uh they just did the like worship ceremony. Yeah. And so potentially they're like workshopping. Maybe they'll <laughs> workshop the cat scenario. Oh my God. Fluke would be roll into that. Yeah, but Fluke is the cat daddy and Ohm is the cat. Oh, interesting. Because well, because Fluke is Ohm's pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and yeah. Fluke is like a grown-up in the real life. True, true, true. Yeah. Uh, but characters. and by the way, it's Kimmin who's thirty. I was like, somebody in this situation uh, is thirty. It's yeah. Kimmin. Don't tell, don't tell him that. <laughs> Kimmin. Uh, so yeah, I this Kim Cop episode was truly my favorite. I watched it endlessly. I love Kim Cop so much, and I'm excited that they got their own series. It's gonna be like eight episodes, I think. It's gonna yeah. be like a whole season. Uh, I mean. If you were to pick a story to see more of, which one would it be? Yoon Talei, because make it make sense. <laughs> Truly. No, because like it's a really interesting premise. Yeah. I just don't get it. And I want to. Again, yeah, yeah. the heart is willing. I love it. Um, I would like to see more Jimmy Tommy. I like oh, I that wa- would be a good expansion. I want yeah. more of their story of like of Tommy moving to Bangkok maybe for college and them like navigating like rural boy with city boy. <laughs> Okay, Tale of a Thousand Stars, (laughs) but like opposite. But like, but like, what I want for season two of Tale of a Thousand Stars, where like Earth has to come into the city and like live in Mix's world. We all know there's no season two of Tale of a Thousand. No, I know. Okay, just like we know that there's no more Bad Buddy. (laughs) Okay, and we just lost all our subscribers. (laughs) Um. Listen, they GMMTV has so many shows to do in 2022. Like, I don't know. 
No, I mean, we know it's coming out in 2022. Yeah, yeah. Who's to say what will happen in 2023? It's true. I feel like I feel like GMMTV surprises us constantly. They truly do. They truly do. <laughs> okay, so uh, buy our merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have merch. Um, buy our merch. Ugh. Hang out with us. Tune in yeah. the rest of the month because, as we have alluded to, there are some funny moments coming up. Yeah. And this has been Let's Talk BL. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and keep up with all things Let's Talk BL at Let's Talk BL. See you next time.